I'm Sandeep. Uh, let me introduce our guest as usual, same old culprits. Orko, thank you so much for doing this. Welcome yeah. to the show. Thanks, buddy. And uh, Vishnu, thanks for doing this as well. I know you are not keeping well, so we'll try to not uh, keep you here too long either. But uh, thanks Thank for making it. Thanks, So let's get right into it. So we are tweaking the format a little bit. We decided we will not talk uh, endlessly about uh, every single match. So we are picking two, three topics. Could be anything you can also suggest and we will work, uh, do our research and do whatever we can to help get a very in-depth picture of the topic. So today we'll focus on three. I uh, will start with this, uh, Orko. The biggest news last week or one of the biggest news last week in Indian sport is how much... Uh, the women's IPL has gone for and it prompted a conversation about the valuation of Indian football and ISL and the teams and the clubs and this and that. So that's the first topic that we're going to discuss. Uh, Orko, I, I saw you had a beautiful thread on it. I agree with everything. Uh, maybe we can add a few things also, but I'm going to leave, let the floor open uh, and uh, let you take it. There. Yeah, I mean, as usual, some talk of money came and like we went down delusion lane. Oh, you know, what if FSGL released it to the open market? And uh, for those who people understand, I was actually praising FSGL because they get way more money for it than it's actually worth, right? And who are we kidding? Like uh, the PKL clubs, if I'm not mistaken, had a deal of 180 CR, right? That's that is the deal they have per year, if I'm not mistaken. PKL, whenever I watch PKL, the numbers on the top right of screen is minimum I've seen is 75k, and 3L, 4L is. It's standard, like 2L, 3L, 4L is standard. I mean, so, someone, some people might say, no, it doesn't go that much, whatever. I'm just saying what I've I've experienced, right? Now you compare that to the numbers on the top right, top hand right, when the ISL matches play. Like, just simple observation, right? And you talk to people inside clubs, you know, they tell you, listen, we only get sponsors because we know somebody or they know us, right? And, you know, they're doing us a favor. That's it. Because right now the numbers are are, are like what do you say? Me, bottom, rock bottom is is this this season especially, right? And especially after the World Cup, I mean, if like the numbers when reflecting it, the stadiums are, I think the stadiums like usually they're bad, but uh, Northeast United like posting official attendances of three fifty and all. I mean, so. I mean, like, enough said about it. For me, it's like bogus wishful thinking. Like, Indian football go to the open market. It'll get routed. It'll get route, absolutely routed. What they're getting right now, they won't even get that much also. It's, this is all poppycock. That's the, that's the term for it. It's all poppycock. And sorry, that's all I have to say for this. Vishnu, what's, what's your take? Yeah, so um, I think the uh, even before the pandemic, when ISL was much healthier than it is right now, PK was comfortably uh, better than that. And as like it was the uh, second most followed uh, franchise league in Indian sports after the IPL, even then. So even then, ISL wasn't really a competition to uh, PKL. And uh, if you ask pretty much anyone from Star, who broadcast both uh, leagues, they'll tell you that. And um, uh, I think uh, the best person to answer how big the gap is would be Abhishek Bachchan, who owns stuff in both leagues. And he, I'm pretty sure he's making a, like, uh, I, I'm, like I can't uh, exactly tell you the details right now because I'm mm-hmm. talking off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he's making, he started making a profit of his PKL franchise yeah. while yeah. he probably will never... Yeah. 
Yeah, it will take a lot more for him to make any money from ISL. So they had enough pulling power to go to the open market this year. Exactly. exactly. Had, you know, enough pulling power. They said, and Star then Star had to come up with the highest bid. Star came up with the only bid, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But still, they had the bargaining chip with them. That's the point. And we are forgetting that uh, just before the ISL, uh, the AFF was actually paying the broadcasters to broadcast the ISL. I think so. I mean, uh, see, people can say what they want, but uh, unless somebody is doing a personal favor to somebody else, the truth is they are not going to pay anywhere near as much as you know they were. So, see, I mean, the same clubs uh, who argued that, uh, so like way back when those uh, you know uh, the whole roadmap uh, uh, talks were going on. The same clubs who argued that if you let us, we'll bring in a lot more money to Indian football. The irony was that they were in finding sponsors for their own clubs. So what are they going to do for Indian football like in terms of sponsors and broadcast partners? So, so here is the thing. If anybody wants to see where the direction of Indian football, the ISL is going, see the number of sponsors that used to be there earlier. Number of sponsors who used to give away the awards at the end of the matches. Mm. Or in the back, in the you know flex on the back in the backdrop that they do their award ceremony and DHL used to drive that thing. So all these numbers have gone down. So that means they are not getting an in return of investment that they hope for. So that is one clear uh, way to look at it. The second one you can see, like they all said, the numbers who are watching it is probably not at the level where you are going to invest that much yeah. amount of money. Yeah. And so this, this is the outside uh, part of it, right? Now, let's say you go to the open market. That's the next part. So you're looking at the clubs and everybody wants to get a cut of that money. Right now, because Star is part of, you know, official um, partners, there is no money coming from the telecast, right? What are the options that they get to go out? Like, let's face this completely. Honestly, this is the truth that if the IPL had not happened, during the COVID uh, impacted season, ISL would not have happened because Star would not have had money to do the whole show yeah. and uh, you know pay for all the because for them also it's a heavy investment, right? They have production teams everywhere, do all the things, and nothing is really coming out of it in terms of revenue either. And Hero is the only one who is uh, some some kindness of his heart. The Hero guys are just uh, sponsoring everything in Indian football at the moment. I don't even know how much that uh, sponsorship is worth. Now, I wanted to move to a little bit to the club side. Okay, you've worked in clubs in ISL, you've worked in clubs outside ISL. The situation now, clearly, there it's inflated market. And uh, if the teams, now that there is relegation promotion promise, or at least promotion promise at the moment, mm. that valuation will also be affected, right? You, and eventually, when relegation comes, it will even it'll be affected even more. Yeah. So, how are you looking at it from the cl- club side? So from the club side, right, the ratio of I-League to ISL salaries probably is indicative of a first-tier, second-tier relationship, right? You have a I-League where your average salary is between, let's say, if you're a good Indian player, you're getting somewhere between 6 or 8L to about 12, 14, 16, right? May have gone up. I'm not sure. But it's somewhere in that range, right? And you have the ISL where it's between, let's say, 80, 90L to 1.6 CR, 2 CR, Anwar Ali is on 2 CR, right? Apuya is on crazy Super money. Fine. Yeah, uh, Apuya is on 1.6. Sunil is at 
about two i think sunil gurpreet there two three so, i think there are closer to three i'm not sure but closer to three i, I mean there were two when i think the new deal started it yeah. might have gone up but uh this is the top top tier right yeah this is a top top tier but you know mm-hmm. so even the average like i mean if you're in in the 30 in the national camp or in the 20 that's aiming to push for the national camp you're closer to one cr mm-hmm. now which was in the case at the start of season 4 draft where anas eratodika and uh, who someone else went for eugenson lingdo i think it was who went for 1.1 मार्केट इज Short up, right? Has the quality short up accordingly? I mean, that I leave for you guys to decide, right? So, but I, I, I want to add this to the last point. All is not lost for Indian football, right? Um, there is a possibility where a where a stakeholder makes an insane bet. Uh, for example, Dazon's gone to a couple of countries and made a made some insane cra- crazy bets. Like League One, they've they've got the rights at some. They had, I think, this was uh, this is a part of the. FIFA documentary also right where they have picked up the league one rights for some crazy amount of money right um japan i think they pay good money does on right um, apple is paying almost 250 million to the mls which i'm not sure you know has that sort of uh, so someone makes a crazy bet on indian football is possible but they have to take over everything they have to take over the marketing the branding i mean it's not just broadcasting like it's a entire turnkey solution you do it end to end i feel Th- that's yes. the problem and and you know indian footballs the lack of it in tier 2 cities is 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 what is killing cramping it right now right if you look at the eight venues of the initial isl clubs they are all cities right they are all they are all cities guwahati is a city kolkata is a city delhi you have uh, Kochi, uh, you have Chennai. So, I mean, does Indian football is it better off including the Isols and the Shillong, Lajongs, or the Gokulam, Kerala, which is closer to a Malappuram area? Is it is it better off integrating everybody? Because I feel you're something you of... see in I League, right? A lot of the stadiums are fuller in I League because it is not in the tier one cities. In Srinagar, most of the I have seen pretty much a good amount of crowd coming in Srinagar. Uh, earlier i saw earlier part of gokulam's uh, time there was good good amount of crowd for gokulam indian cricket itself has made a conscious push towards towards the tier 2 cities it hosts mm-hmm. it hosts test matches where in indore it hosts it hosts i mean no offense to indore but it is a it is not a tier 1 tier 1 city right no, i i do like indore yeah, even i like indore just saying it's not a tier <laughs> it's not a tier 1 city so indian cricket's made a push they realized it pkl right pkl they made the format simpler they they made a push like i mean indian football i think is missing out on a major major market right now what do you think uh, i think uh, one of the lessons from the whole isl experiment is that uh, uh, we should let it grow organically because they 
try to have a football club in delhi we all know how they turned that turned out they tried to have a football club in pune we all know how that turned out so let it grow i mean wherever the fans come wherever there is the right conditions for a football club to grow let it grow there it's basically like uh, um, you know uh, stuff sprouting somewhere it has to the conditions have to be right i mean you can try all you want to grow it on your terrace but there is a limit to which you can do that so uh, i think uh, football clubs above everything and you know you can't completely blame the isl because it for example kerala is one of the success stories of the isl out say because there was the conditions were there for a football club to grow there and they gave one and it did so uh, you can't exactly uh, it's uh, i think you have to look at it in terms of uh, <clears throat> lessons learned and this is one big lesson i guess because uh, you can force all you want for a like a force a football club to sprout like flourish somewhere all you want but unless the conditions are right the passion is there the infrastructure is there and the people are there most importantly the people are there people it's it's not going to take off the way you wanted to you can persist with that experiment for however long as you want but unless something drastically changes i don't think i don't think it's you this is something you can force so instead of uh, i mean it's it's always nice to take football uh, to cities that were in there before but you have to try do it in an organic manner is yes, absolutely right. we, we have to also see like you said i think chennai is pretty much another place where uh, chennai has huge fan base ఫుట్బాల్ they have that right i saw i saw some tournament in nagar coil where they pulled out all the bloody stops right to to just post it right I mean, and tm was a, to understand what football means to tamil nadu you just have to look at the their santosh trophy performances over the year where they had every reason to fail but they still managed to put out teams that reached semi finals and finals still, and this like this is scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. like no encouragement from the administration but active mm. discourage from the administration and they still did that so yeah tn um, haryana these two are very badly managed states and like which are sitting like you have another potential gold mine for indian football right uh, tn for men's football haryana for women's football like it just needs to someone needs to you know reach into these areas and right and now i uh, just wanted to get more detailed into the inflation part of it because this year this week the news came out about anwarari now you can go back and check last week we had mentioned here that a big player is going to adk mohan bagan for uh, insane amount of money and this is the guy uh, we didn't want to disclose the name because it was under <laughs> it was still in negotiation we are But, speaking about clubs right i'm just going to say one thing i am hearing one club has been sold right i'm i heard i heard but i couldn't co- collaborate one club has new ownership and uh, i was i was going to say it because we were coming to it at any point in time four clubs are up for sale at any point in time four <laughs> clubs are up for sale they are there i'm not kidding they're, no no i agree yeah, no, no. they're looking for valuations obviously which nobody's 
200 CR they're asking. See, that is this. the question that I was coming into because they've valued this club at such a high yeah. amount of money that a yeah. lot of the people who want to sell are unable to sell it, and it's propped up by many other things. You know, um, it's like uh, what do you call? Some people inside has been uh, sort of like okay, we'll get you some uh, okay. sponsorship and just keep going for some time. So those kind of stuff is going on. One of the clubs, like you mentioned, I heard got sold, but I would. It's a relief. I'm, I'm guessing it's a huge relief for all the fans because I think it's it it might be the start for the, the, for the owners also. For the owners also, right? No blanks. Yeah. Good. I mean, like I said, ailing fan base. You know. Yeah. So so let's see. No, but the one of the problems that these owners are also facing is the money that is spent on players. Mm. This has become clearly over the top, obscene. You can blame a few uh, clubs for doing think, uh, this. Uh, one way to illustrate that point is that uh, uh, I'm again off the top of my head, but I rem- remember remember the numbers from many years ago, mm-hmm. and I think Anwar Ali. I, I'm pretty sure Anwar Ali is getting paid more than uh, Roberto Carlos and Nick and El <laughs> So I mean that alone should show you how much uh, domestic player salaries have become inflated. But the problem here is because these guys, right? These guys. Let's say, like Mohan Bagan, I will say is one of the chief culprits. They are just going and throwing money, and for anybody to compete with them, it's becoming really difficult. And even the agents go and say, "Okay, you know, these guys are paying me this money, this much money. You match it or uh, improve it. Otherwise, he's not coming." And these players, Sumit Rathi, all the rest of them who they've signed, and all the foreigners that they've signed, lot of them are not even playing or anywhere close to playing. You can look at Mumbai also in the sense that you know Navas has been signed. and it was uh, i don't know some futile signing that they just did it out of ego or something because des came straight away he gave him a chance then realized the second keeper was better and purba has uh, improved a lot and you can't blame des because des has done this uh, uh, a job where he's improved the player even kerala blasters when they signed some big money signings ivan has come in he's seen the name he did not care about the name he played the player who was best uh, for for suited for his football So kudos to these coaches for standing up, but the clubs have destroyed the market. The clubs have. I'm just going to say something, and everybody knows this. More than the clubs, it's the officials inside the clubs who destroyed the market from within. Up, whoever has to understand will understand what I'm saying, right? So it's. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. it's the clubs have they inflated or has money been rerouted whatever you know you want to put it like if uh, owners are happy paying 14 month salary to some person and the two months of salary going somewhere else i mean nothing we can do about it right and it's it's understandable um, just take just 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 think about it right uh, the the guy who owns kerala blasters has some Thousands of crores of turnover, right? Vita Dani owns Asian Paints. That's a six thousand crore, eight thousand crore company. You have Jayadev Modi who makes one CR, I think, of casinos every night, probably or more. I don't know, right? What is what is twenty five CR for them? They've written it off. They've written it off, and I suspect after the acquisition of Delhi Capitals, Mr. Jindal, he he. he his heart bleeds for it as he tweets but 
he's also kind of written it off. He's also like, you know, whatever the, the chump change from Delhi Capitals I'll get, I'll, I'll put here because that is the loss we make. He's also written a letter also two years ago, as we know. Yes, 25 to 30 CR is the loss for him. He, he wrote in a letter. Clearly, he wrote in a letter. Clearly, he has written that. So imagine, so, imagine if you're investing 50 CR, 60% of whatever you're investing is written off. Every year, 60% of what you're... Like, this is... This kamikaze economics. That's all yeah. I can say. So I want to ask Vishnu this. Like, this is clearly a bubble. And we've even heard uh, people like Ravi Pushkar also say it's inflated and it's a bubble. At some point, it's going to burst. What point do you think that's going to come and what do you think, what do you think is going to happen? Because I-League, may you get 25,000, 30,000 for a player. That's a salary that they get. There are people who get in lakhs as well. But uh, the difference is huge between the two leagues. If you want some good news, I think there is a chance that it won't burst for a long, long time. Because... Um, You've seen the trend, right? Somebody buys the club, somebody has a club, tries to run it, uh, spends a lot of money on it, realizes that uh, uh, they don't exactly want to run it anymore. And then they sell it off and the the next guy comes into blow of all his money. That's what happens with Delhi. What happened with Delhi, that's what's going to happen with uh, Northeast. A lot of... uh, So, as long as this... um, uh, But do you think at some point... The powers of beef is not going to help them find a person also. It'll be like, oh, you only do it now. How long are you going to keep supporting? It's it's impossible to predict, man, because it could happen very soon. It could happen a lot. Because first of all, you have to keep in mind that uh, everybody keeps saying that in the next few years, a recession is coming. Once that comes, then you'll have to see, will these people who are so happy to burn their hard-earned money like this, would they be still be happy? Not just happy. It's like, for example, in a uh, uh, like a scenario where... Uh, uh, company A that owns Club B has to lay off people like, say, Baijus and all are laying out. Will they still be justified in blowing money on a football club while doing that? Will the uh, like uh, the publicity or the bad publicity affect them? So all these factors will come into play. So a lot of things can happen, actually. And um, again, see, the only thing we can agree upon is that whatever they are doing now is sustain- not sustainable. And uh, if you remember when they uh, when ISL first came, the plan was to break even after ten years. Ten years is happening soon, <laughs> and they are nowhere nowhere near close to breaking even. Nobody I, nobody is close to breaking even. You can give them a grace period of two years or due to the pandemic, but even after that, I don't think even in three or four years anybody is going to break even in ISL. Yeah. So clubs have to look at. Uh, I think that's one thing they fail to do. They've tried to import a lot of things in um, um, a lot of things from uh, the Western world mm. as, to, as to how matches are organized. But when they're trying to look at how clubs are run, I think they imported their ideas from the wrong parts of the Western world. There are multiple clubs across the world that are being run responsibly, uh, properly, and they should have looked there. Instead, they look to uh, uh, the same model that you have in the EPL and maybe MLS where people don't really mind mm. losing their money. And uh, these are just, you know, vanity projects for uh, honor, sports washing, whatever it is. And uh, I think uh, uh, there has been a failure to have uh, people who know how to club uh, run a club responsibly. I mean, I'm not saying there are none, but this is all due to the fact that we did not have a healthy football culture here for a while. Because if you look at, I still, if you look at the first season of Weissel, 
all sorts of hooks and crooks were running ISL teams like in involved because that's all they got. <laughs> because if you look at Indian football at that time, uh, and you needed people with at least a two percent knowledge of Indian football, a lot of them were people like this. So first year, you won't hear it. I'm just going to say it. First year, I heard this, and I was shocked. My jaw just fell. There were people who were getting two thousand, three thousand dollars in their home countries. They came here and they were getting two hundred thousand, two fifty thousand, and the quality of foreigners was like, ah, it it and, blew people's minds when they heard the money. And the number of and uh, the thing is, so um, all this points to the fact that see. uh people keep talking about football culture but that is not just an important thing when it comes to producing players that is an important thing when when it comes to producing everything good referees good coaches good uh management people uh, club officials so uh without that we are not going to produce any of this and as long as we don't produce pe- uh, not just two or three uh, well run clubs but 20 30 well run clubs the same thing is going to happen because you know the wrong people come in the organization is obviously going to be run wrongly so yeah so this is a deep dive into this topic uh, so we'll touch on two more topics so shifting gears a little bit one of the big news from indian football circles at least has been that mandar tamane has left uh, bangalore fc um i have seen in my timeline i've seen in this uh, in the chats here and everywhere lot of people asking mandar to leave me personally i have a very good relationship with him he's always treated me well i have to say it's probably the right time for the team and him to part ways that is all fair but let's look at his whole career right whole whole tenure 10 years just one second just uh, look at the whole tenure of 10 years it's been if you look at it in black and white a hugely successful spell until the last 3 years right do i want to do i want to what is the word for it i i sympathize with mandar basically yeah, one, one, once the is once the ipl franchise was in it was curtains right the ipl franchise is producing revenue the olympic program is producing medals superstars, superstars medals gold medals bronze medals silver medals you name it producing right so <laughs> which one is the clown at the party then which one i'm really sorry to use the word but there is only one clown at this party right so i mean wh- i mean honestly uh, mandar will remain a bfc legend i mean took it as far as he could did whatever he could yeah maybe a few decisions recruitment decisions in the last 2 3 years went bad but i mean what more could he have done you know incremental changes maybe but but uh, look at this uh, on the flip side yeah, when i look at it i met him maybe on the first ever press conference i think i am not very sure but in the first year from there you built a club from scratch hmm. you get a fan base in you put in your uh, soccer schools your bellari you know that academy residential academy build all that up everything uh, win competition won every single title there is to win in indian football reached the afc cup final all and they produced a lot of national team players in the first 4 5 years yeah, yeah, yeah. lot of national team players who went on to have great careers 
uh, or may not be there once they, once they joined the ISL, a lot of them did move on to other leagues, uh, other clubs as well. So I look at it fondly as a as a man who really, really got through, the, you know, the story of him and uh, going and talking to Sunil to get him to come to the club, selling him the vision that this is what you want to do because it was an unfancy team, right? And they came in new team, no superstar name. Sunil was the only big name in that team. Robin Singh, maybe you can say, but Sunil was the only one who has really got any name value. So, to build that team up. If you look at after HL, right? Like the... Yeah, nobody had it. Yeah. The city's football was uh, dead. Yeah. Of course, we have Gautam Pura and all. Yes, we'll always be there. Local divisions are there, but uh, on the international level, that football interest had gone down. And they built it up. They did a great job in the first seven Mm -hmm. years. Uh, Yes, like you said, the last three years not been that great. A lot of recruitment issues. Uh, money also, whatever money they spent, because the rest of the clubs were spending a lot more. BFC's uh, money was lesser, I guess. That's why you lose people like Miku and you don't replace him with another Miku-esque. One, one Durand Cup trophy to show for it and how many clubs have trophies to show for in the last three years? Uh, Mumbai, uh, ATK Goa? and Jamshed, Goa? Jam, uh, Goa, Jamshedpur. Yeah. Right? Hyderabad. Hyderabad. So, still one Durand. Like, I mean, saying... Like I said, would you rather finish 7th and not win Durand or would you finish ninth in win Durand? I mean, for me, trophy is a trophy, right? So, Absolutely. Uh, what about you, you uh, Vishnu? Yeah. You and I, you are also there, I remember, <laughs> for the AFC Cup final. We were, yeah. I was there. We were, I was there for the closed doors match also. I don't know if you guys remember. It was... Uh, uh, Tampines Rovers. Tampines Rovers. German Penetros. German parent was playing. Yeah, yeah. Vinic yeah. yeah. scored a goal in that. The one zero win. Yeah. One zero win. Yeah. Akbar Nawaz was the coach. Yeah. 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 Mm. No, as you said, I think uh, what um, Mandara has done, not just Mandara, obviously. I mean, again, it's wrong to give him all the credit on this mm. one, but then it's wrong to not give him any credit also. That whatever he did, uh, the way he's built up uh, Bangalore FC, I think it's definitely uh, uh, impressive. Especially in those first three, four years when what they were doing was revolutionary. There was nobody who was doing it like that. Because even the ISL clubs were trying to figure out how to run themselves. I-League clubs were not really uh, up to the, um, uh, you know, they had no idea. I mean, these people, I think, um, if I'm not wrong, they won the Federation Cup within a few months of being founded, right? Federation Cup? First season, no, they the first year, the first league. Won the huh? league first year. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I think that alone shows you how bad things were in Indian football at that time. And somebody could just come in and do this and be better than everyone else with like a few months of preparation. So, I think uh, you have to give, or not just Mandar, that team that was there for Bangalore FC at the start, credit for introducing a lot of things into Indian football that weren't uh, there before. So, um, uh, he definitely deserves credit. And as uh, both of you guys said, I don't think Bakhlura FC's decline over the last few years has entirely been his fault. I mean, um, a lot of it, as uh, Marco mentioned, has a lot to do with uh, JSW diversifying. Because if you remember, for the first three or four years, they were they only had Bangalore FC. But then IIS came, which was an amazing... Uh, venture, but that meant that a lot of their attention got uh, uh, like uh, shifted to that establishment, and then uh, 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 like the Delhi Capitals thing came as well. And uh, it's when you can uh, produce uh, Olympic gold medalists with half the effort, then 
obviously your focus will be there right why would you yeah. want to focus on <laughs> football where you are not going to produce an asian cup asian cup winning team in 50 years let alone a world cup winning team so uh yeah, yeah so it's uh, see again mandar is somebody i wouldn't say i have known but i have interacted with him from before he, uh, he was at bangalore fc when he was with the national team so from that time uh, you keep hearing things about him good things mm. so he's definitely made a big difference to indian football definitely more than a lot of people who were within a in that same period who are in more of a position of power to uh, like uh, make a difference so he's definitely done more good given more good stuff to indian football than that these kind of people um so um again it's hard to look back uh, when you look back upon his entire reign it's uh, hard to say that it's been a negative thing it's been positive there's no question about that and the decline was sad but then yeah it's as they say in the movies i guess all good things must come to an end so yes yeah. yes and it's it's football at the end of the day and at some point people have to go in different directions but i'm sure we will see mandar back again uh, hopefully he'll come back on the podcast also we'll invite him in some time i don't want to annoy him right now let him take his time off and uh, yeah some off time yeah yeah get some off time so uh, once he's done he's come before i'm sure he'll come again uh, mm-hmm. if we ask but yeah so this is the last topic we wanted to talk about today and this is slightly um, different because it's not strictly speaking about indian football but i we think uh, at least orko and i and uh, vishnu we were thinking this is important in the sense that just after the world cup there has been two uh, tournaments in different regions in asia in the asian region had the mitsubishi cup and the gulf cup that is going on final is going to happen tomorrow at 9:30 so if you want to watch it youtube will be there free streaming somewhere these two tournaments have shown a level of football if I, let's just go with football first and i want to ask some something else or uh, thailand won their seventh asian cup is it true that uh, india still boasts about beating in 2019 and that by the looks of it that team has uh, improved and the other end of the spec and vietnam is the other uh, finalist who also look like they have improved and in the gulf cup uh, iraq and oman uh, are in the final again two teams uh, i mean at least oman we say we could have beaten we could have held we could have done this and that and they too seem to have gotten better they beat qatar and bahrain respectively not the first team qatar qatar had a few players from the age group and you know lower levels so uh, yeah i'm just going to give you the football i saw it i loved the asian cup uh, tournament it was an amazing watch uh, mm. saw clips of gulf cup i haven't been able to watch one full game just maybe one half. even i watched the mitsubishi cup i mean yeah. uh, fantastic right and they beat vietnam and people like ha we beat thailand 4-1 but also just to remind everybody like i always do thailand also qualified to the round of 16 we didn't at that very asian cup so that is progress and uh, i'm sure that has nothing to do with the fact that thailand fired their coach after the first uh, match and everything to do with the fact that thailand's coach no i was there's a thing called subtlety uh, but uh, limitations are over uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mano Bolking, uh, I think, uh, did a fantastic job with the with the team this time also, and uh, Vietnam also like top notch team, right? Uh, it just shows how competitive ASEAN is getting, right? Slowly, uh, and uh, again, not to burst any bubbles, 
but people from the asean countries go to japan south korea to play even in their second division right um one or two might happen from here in maybe next 5 10 years but it's not to be for it to be a regular trend let's see let's let's wait and see if that's become, because even now if you follow some uh, handles um thai people thai or vietnamese uh, recently some vietnamese guy signed for a j1 J- club i saw it also yes yes so uh we often yeah, we, we have a couple of them in uh, uh, in general. and when we are making the relative comparisons right we see we see the score we see oh we only lost 2-1 or 2-0 right never account for the fact that qatar shooting was shit or you know thailand's shooting was shit or vietnam shooting was shit right someone said oh our vietnam... shooting was on that day some next level ha huh. when he scored uh, the four <laughs> yeah because you're taking two shots you're scoring one they're taking 28 shots and scoring two right and you are just looking at the final score so um i'm sorry like i mean it's very fanciful to talk to say that we could go and probably you know boss the aff cup there are countries we could definitely compete with but uh, the countries that is the final both gulf cup and this thing i think going to and we'll have the one odd match because we are also basically parking the bus right so we'll have the odd draw we'll have all of this but to base relative strength based on like you know a is greater than b by 2 goals b is greater than c by 2 goals so a beats c by 4 goals that formula doesn't apply here right so uh, i saw some inane tweets also somebody during the world cup said uh, this uh, world cup sides are all facing uh, b rung sides and all uh, india could very easily have you know tried to schedule a, you know match with them so I mean, it's uh, again. You put it this way, okay. I mean, I understand the football math doesn't really catch up, but we saw Vietnam and India play, and India, I think, lost three zero. Three nil, three nil. But it could have right? been, it could have been four, yeah. five, six. Right. Yeah. But I saw both the legs of the Asian Cup final and uh, the Mitsubishi Cup final, and Thailand. The first leg was two two, and Thailand basically made two mistakes that allowed. Uh, Vietnam to score. They have a great striker, Nguyen Thien Linh. I think his name is. Yeah. He is a top scorer. They have got a very good striker in him. So mm-hmm. he got the two goals. But over the two legs, Thailand just looked comfortably ahead of Vietnam. And Vietnam is a team that we always look at and say, you know, he's improved a lot and is the next, you know, up and coming force and everything. Thailand is still ahead of them. They beat them. I don't even know if Thailand had their full team. I think some of the bigger names are uh, missing. Mm-hmm. Not completely sure. I think so. Because I didn't see a few of them, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that's one side. And Gulf Cup again. That is a whole other level. Right? Mm. That's a whole other level. But I. Well, this is what I wanted to ask about. Uh, Vishnu, we look at SAF as our uh, regional tournament, right? Mm-hmm. SAF Cup is played mostly in half full stadium or empty stadiums. But mm-hmm. these two tournaments, crowd is packed. People are crazy. Wherever they play, they play a lot of home and away, especially in Mitsubishi Cup. A lot of women in Iraq. The tournament, the stadiums are filled for all the matches. Why is South Asia not able to get this kind of crowd? Although we see crowd in Nepal and say Bhutan, the rest of the countries we are not able to fill the stadium. Although we keep saying we are really big, we've won I don't know hundred thousand SAF cups and we'll keep winning and all those. What this fan culture is just not there in the South of Asia. Maybe it's not there as much. Let's say. I mean, it's not. See, cricket. proves that people don't come to stadium for lack of money to spend on sport like even now when india is playing like i don't know some 300 odis and like matches in one year the stadiums are still full 
unless of course you are holding it into random in which case they don't care <laughs> but <laughs> um it's again it, the whole thing boils down to the question of culture because uh it's not we look at asian cup semi finals and see how oh, the stadiums are full uh, i think a couple of weeks ago i tweeted a stadium of a high school game in japan where the stadium mm. is full yeah so it's mm. not just, it's just they love football they come to watch football that's it's like how we go to a, a mall on weekends it's going and watching football is like that for them it's their subroto cup imagine it's their subroto cup bro. <laughs> 50000 60000 people in the stadium so just like what our uh, what do we, we think about like not, not us but a random in like indian family think about when it's the weekends let's go somewhere let's go mall maybe to a mall or let's go shopping or let's go to a movie movie for example is the best thing let so a lot of people in these countries instead of going to movies their first thought is let's go watch a football game and that is like that in a lot of these that's their local team they have yeah. such relatability to the local team exactly that's the so, number one sport also that's the yeah. number one sport also hmm. exactly hmm. so unless that kind of an outlook comes uh, like that's what i'm saying you it's it's not like people say uh, oh we won the cup in 83 in cricket and that's what sparked the whole that is not true people a lot of people were crazy about cricket even before 83 come on like way yeah. really crazy about cricket if you talking about football time, talking about yeah. football six standing presidents right have been to a uh, durand cup final but none of them after 1979 if i'm not mistaken so football had its pride of place exactly and i don't want to cry about the past but it it did it saddens me but even now you would have heard so um, uh, when they had the scissors cup final there you uh, yeah, yeah. I, when i worked in kolkata i heard stories of when they had the scissors cup finals there people were climbing trees and standing on buildings with uh, yeah, like, yeah, far away yeah. to watch the action so it's not that um, uh, this kind of a passion wasn't there but 20 30 years of really really bad administration has killed a lot of this passion mm. and not just killed a lot of this passion but allowed it to you know be focused on uh, games elsewhere like i remember a uh, um, um, lot of uh, like when i was uh, a kid we used to have this matrabhumi sports magazine do you remember that yeah, yeah 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 it's still there it's still my office still gets it yeah so <laughs> that but way back in 99 and 2000 they used to run uh, like uh, run uh, roundups of what was happening in the leagues in argentina and brazil in 1999 2000 because there was a there was a readership base for that so there was a time when people were ready to just watch anything football and sadly we did not because we had uh, the the thing is clear because we had really shit administrators not just at aff but at the club levels as club level as well so um to build that back up obviously you'll have to start from the pockets where this kind of a support is still there and um again you has mentioned both those tournaments i think uh both those tournaments uh, uh, were must watch for people uh, who still believe that we can just step up a little bit and be among the top 10 in asia because there are teams that are ranked 12 and 13 in asia and uh they are so so much better than us so much better than us and people again who uh, point at the fact that 
uh hey look we beat uh, qatar we held uh, we held qatar we beat thailand uh is kind of one of results were always there it's not a new thing i remember take the 20 year average right that's exactly. a better thing to say take the 20 year average right these these results were always there like in 2001 we beat uh, uae in a world cup qualifier was that in bangalore i remember it being in bangalore it was in bangalore i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we beat uae in a world cup qualifier world cup qualifier not just a friendly match and what happened to uae football after that what happened to indian football after that nothing <laughs> i mean i i still okay i still uh, this is one of my favorite uh, uh, anecdotes uh, i think it was yeah, in 1985 okay okay uh, argentina came and played mm-hmm. and that argentina K team uh, i think beat india 3-1 or something 2-1 3-1 and it had five players who went on to win the world cup yeah. uh, since the next year including baruchaga i think baruchaga played in india baruchaga competitive game hmm. so i mean you're looking at there are matches like that throughout hmm. indian football's history yeah. but then if you're looking at uh, one result versus qatar and one results versus uh, uh, china say that look we can talk uh, 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 yeah china one nil nil china was like you know i don't think china china itself is ranked some 11th in exactly exactly yeah. I don't think China has to be mentioned in the same breath as these teams. <laughs> they are the same the condition yeah. there. So it's it's they have the, the, those results are not proof, definitely not proof that we are going anywhere because those results are have always been there and we have not gone anywhere. So yes, and yeah. I think one great anecdote here is that Guam will always talk about the time they beat. <laughs> one one <laughs> result where they have my sympathy because. That Guam team was full of MLS players. None of, none of those people were even from Guam. But and they came had, here and got we had Sainad Singh. Yeah. We had Sainad Singh who, who was sent no, out. But I have to say this though. They came to Bangalore and played the second leg and got properly outplayed. India yeah, played we much, both, much, much better. You were both at that game, no? That game where Robin oh, Singh yeah, yeah. That completely not at all lucky goal. Robin in his uh, peak days. But yeah, yes, I, I just wanted to say that uh, you guys are absolutely right. And we will keep tweeting photos of uh, of Phil Stadium in Kolhapur in uh, or Malpuram during Santosh Trophy, and uh, then take Santosh Trophy's uh, final part to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so, I mean, talk but, about counterintuitive ideas. But I just want to say, I just want to say ideas you get. I just want to say the narrative that has been floating around for some time, right? And I see a lot of this bullshit on Twitter saying, take the game to newer pockets, take the game to MP, UP, Rajasthan. I am like. These guys are on some some other level. Like take it to places which are closer to the Asian elite, right? Take it to a Mizoram, take it to a Manipur, right? Why you want to take it to a place which is twenty years behind Mizoram and Manipur? It's it's just very counterintuitive. No, I mean people will get offended. People are like, how dare you say that, right? A friend of mine said it. Like he was from one of those states, and I said, boss, a Mizoram, the last team in Mizoram will come and whoop all the teams here and he was he, he was super offended, right? But this is the truth of it, right? So I just want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? I mean, it's all good as a marketing stunt, as a as, as a feel-good gesture also, it's good. Huh? Let's take football to newer horizons. But when you have, when your resource is like shit thin, right? Sorry to use the word. What do you do, right? It, it's counterintuitive for me. It, it doesn't make any sense. I think... Tournaments and games should be taken to places where there is a fan, I mean yeah. fan base. 
who people will come who you can show on tv and video and sort of influence the rest of the country saying oh there are people watching it must be good so let's also go and see mm-hmm. but with a national team i think you can go to different parts wherever it is and then you can maybe you won't pull the same crowd but at least the national team coming would be slightly bigger uh, bigger deal than say uh, any isl team or i league team or somebody coming so uh, mm-hmm. i think that part maybe we can do a little more better mm-hmm. but now everything is going to go in one or two places only that's the way things are going so uh, we'll see how how that goes it's very clear the newer lobbies from where i think okay. yeah uh, i mean so, like experiences in indian football uh, maybe i wouldn't have said this 4 or 5 years ago but i don't believe in taking the game to anywhere right now i said <laughs> <laughs> let the game go somewhere you follow it just don't stop it from going where it wants to go i think good good That's good point. Like what you can you can't build a canal and it's not like diverting water from a river. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so you can't take some, let it go. There's like, no water to start with. There's no water to start with. Exactly. Yeah. Let it go so it and you follow it and build it there. And maybe yeah. then the uh, like once it spreads, when it's time to reach these places where people want to take it to, it will get there. Absolutely. So, for forget about taking the game the game will grow just don't impede it when it wants to go somewhere just <laughs> encourage it wherever it goes that's all mm-hmm. so i just wanted to touch on couple of questions before we end the end the show mm-hmm. uh, jawahar uh, preetam message shivshakti comes from tamil nadu yes a lot of them do come from tamil nadu southern tamil nadu uh, also sai raj and all the rest of them as well that part but, is, but still uh, barely tapped my my heart is still barely uh, tapped So Ashish was asking um, um, when uh, uh, early to, to 2014 2013 that time when mm. you um, if you were a regular viewer of the uh, Chennai CFA league mm. and there were like and the CFA there were 100 uh, 100 150 people who were regular viewers mm-hmm. okay? every game they would come sit there they'd watch they'd pass comments everything you would know that there the standard of the CFA league at that time was pretty much the standard of the I league at that time uh and which is why people like suseraj uh, nanda all these uh, people just they, the first match they played in uh, uh, i league they just there was no gap to bridge and which is also why chennai city with a team full of uh, players they scouted from cfa league uh, um, uh, went and won the title so uh, they always had the talent tn has always had the talent because there are a lot of parts of tn that are crazy about football and unlike uh, next door neighbors kerala they are much bigger so i mean kerala is also crazy about football but there are only so many so much space in there but tn yeah. is bigger and <laughs> they have the same passion so it's never yeah. been a problem yeah. only Absolutely. problem has been the way this talent has been encouraged unfortunately yeah. that problem is still going on so maybe I mean, actually they have been just discouraged encouraged and all dur ki baat exactly <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of uh, uh, players just either go for department teams or they just leave football altogether after that 1920 that age mm. so department teams once you go there's no getting out of it you play whenever your department wants you and if you uh, uh, a lot of them leave football altogether right one of the final stories i did in chennai before leaving that place was how due to uh, two years mm. of uh, the cfa league not being there a lot of people uh, there were a couple of players who had gone to fishing that quit football and become fisherman same everywhere so, uh. that is that is what's happening in tn and i, I really hope that they have uh, you know 
chance to flourish under a better administration somebody who actually cares about football rather than the people who are there right now uh, pn indian football's goldman mizoram did not have the mpl for two years right and tetea told me listen the santosh trophy team that was there two years ago they have all retired some of them have retired they they've had to go in for fresh talent all the mpl clubs have had to go in fresh talent because most of them have retired two years <clears throat> without football right so this is what's happening in the gold mine of indian football so you can imagine this happening everywhere right tn another uh, story is that um, hmm. um uh, if you've noticed tn used to have a very good santosh trophy team but uh, last couple of seasons they've been finishing dead last in the group even terrible in places like so one of the stories i heard from uh, i don't want to mention the name of the coaches because they might get in trouble is that there was a reservation system because that's what the president of uh, was of somebody i don't know had mm-hmm. traded in for the votes of the district associations uh, reserved spot for each district i mean which mm-hmm. santosh trophy team picks a team like that like mm-hmm. uh, one player from this district guaranteed one player from this district guaranteed this is a very normal practice in many states i've heard it's uh, a it's, it's a voting vote 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 thing like uh, you give politics, you give me your vote i guarantee that one of your kids yeah, will be vote in politics yeah 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 absolutely so now one question from ashu here do you think if we increase the number of cup competitions in a season so that every team can have a chance of winning something which will also give sayan something to cheers celebrate about okay again biggest example yeah. right uh, five cups and goa will have like mumbai will have four cups that's okay <laughs> no, no. biggest example bfc seen a bfc he's written the letter saying 25 30 cr we are losing we are not we not getting any money from the fans despite a decade of success right i mean if we think success alone will bring fans it's it's not it's not going to happen i'm sorry it's not going to happen right football club just has to be the pulse of their community it has to have many but touch to be points to fair bsc is one of those clubs in isl who has a very strong fan base and fan culture still 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 the, the losses are incredible yeah. right as he, so so i'm saying still they they are not tapping incredible fan base agreed but any average bfc game is what 2000 3000 people in, in the west block right I don't know. It used to be seven thousand, eight thousand. This year, it's less. I'm not talking about what what the official figures are. No, no. You look at the stadium also. This year, also in the beginning, I said I thought there won't be enough people because the team was not. Forget about well. the first match of season. No, no, no. First match I, of season is is a bad indicator. I've gone to every single home game other than the Jamshedpur game, and uh, last game there was not many people. but most of the other runs surprisingly good number of people but huh. that stadium is also not 25000 okay one side there is no chance that anybody uh-huh. sitting so maybe that stadium is around 18000 at most 20000 so i mean it's, it's not a success right i mean i mean i'm giving one example right i was at uh, i mean and this is again i should not take this example it's european football it was uh, i was watching uh, shalka versus cologne Right, and Schalke was uh, second, and uh, Cologne were about to get relegated. They were second last on the table, right? Stadium was full, right? So, I mean, if your your fans are only coming when your team is successful, <clears throat> then they're casuals. They're not fanatics. They're casuals. That that's the term for it, right? I'm sorry to use the term, but that is what it is, right? So, ISL. Maximum two teams will do well every year. Three teams will do well. Are you say Are you saying that the rest of the eight teams have to suffer, right? So I'm saying I'm again saying this: marketing, 
the job of marketing fan engagement everybody is to isolate the team from its results right is to build an engaged fan base no matter what the result right yes the result matters yes they dwindle over time if right but i'm saying you can't see these mass, massive walkouts every time the team does badly right so i don't know i mean i i'm not for me the answer is no to this Okay. Right. There are a few other questions also. I'm just club has to have many touch points. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Roshan said the influence of agencies is also in these transfers, right? Absolutely. You can go check in transfer market. You know which agency is influencing where. Is there a chance for at least one ISL team to break even in five years? Vishnu? Yeah. The only one. Only one. Only one. I think the answer is unanimous. No. I'm, I'm reading other questions. Sorry. There has to be the men in yellow. Yeah, uh-huh. they, they have the fan base. Yeah. So uh, they yeah, also have. Are you talking about? Huh? Which yellow are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yellow. Uh, yellow. The lack of local talent affecting club marketing. Yes, to a large extent, but Kerala obviously is one of the clubs who has local talent and marketed it well. Goa is one local talent and marketed it well, but. You can again see where they are. Yeah, the, the difference in the difference in this. It's that's what it's not just one factor. It's probably but ten. They have a local talent pool where they can tap into. A lot of the other places don't have that. Ha, Hyderabad, Hyderabad, Odisha. Yeah, where you'll get from, right? So, actually, it's 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 good. Uh, it's a good exercise to do. Mumbai, yes. Uh, Mumbai, uh, BFC, yes. Chennai, yes. Kerala Blasters, yes. Right? And Northeast United, because you're, you're calling it Northeast United. Assam by itself is not a very football prolific state. Again, to make the differentiator. ATK, Mohan Bagan, yes. East Bengal, yes. That's like half. Half the clubs have local fan bases to happen to, half don't. Right? Okay. Half. Just, uh, two last questions, and we'll try to end this before we hit the one hour mark. Uh, when is the I League Second Division? I hear uh, February, March. I'm not exactly sure when. Uh, are the schedules of IWL out? April fifteenth. So they'll announce it probably March twentieth, right? <laughs> the back calculation. It's standard. Back they, they have more teams this time, right? So what? It doesn't matter to them. They'll yeah, wake the up one, one month before. They'll wake up. Oh, IWL. Yeah, they I, make I, the this... calendar. I'd be very surprised if it happens before a month. Month. Before. But um, they have released some calendar, right? They have released some calendar. April fifteenth. It's supposed to start April fifteenth, but that's it. That's it. We don't know anything more, anything less. Number of teams. Is it, uh, it's, one one place. it's one place, right? Centralized. Right? It changes every week. This information changes every week. I'm, I'm not kidding. I don't. Now the last information is it is six six groups. How fifteen? How teams? many teams are there? 15 teams split into six groups. I'm not kidding. This is what I read on the... It doesn't even make whatever That that, that match match is basically... (laughs) Yeah, three groups of three. You split 15 teams into a... Three groups of three. It becomes like a knockout or not. No, but... (laughs) This is... Add one more team and start with round of 16. (laughs) This won't be finalized until March 20th. Well, March 20th, some two people will say we don't have the money to play. We'll pull out. March 20th, we'll wait. 
Yeah, so I'm not worrying about it because the people there are I'm still making up their minds. <laughs> I think they are so busy. They are busy planning the next this under 17 <laughs> final. Yeah, this, uh-huh. yeah. It's a great they're not. Promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should uh, hold the podcast in Germany. Germany. Take us all to Germany and we'll record it from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, but I do think I, I, I leak two. Some of the clubs are like, I know two clubs who are actually taking it very seriously. So might have some many. decent <coughs> many, 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 many. Yeah, Not I, I know of two personally, but I'm sure there are more because uh, the fact that they yeah. promised promotion has sort of rekindled some interest. So Everyone uh, who is blowing through 50 lakh to 1 CR for nothing for peanuts mm-hmm. is is taking it seriously i mean yes. not just yeah. i mean uh, i mean we can just name so that people know dempo dempo fcbu fcbu is playing yeah, yeah. Uh, some one yeah. calcra team will play uh, who united sc i think i don't i don't know i think i'm too deep into it because it's still in february in february or march again see that's what why are we talking about the iw in april when we don't have any information about the i league to yeah Yeah. i got a call yesterday from one one club and then they were talking about their plans and i said i'll talk to you a little later because now it's too early to write about (laughs) things because it doesn't make any sense because you don't know when the league is happening or what is happening but i'll call you back definitely but uh, at this moment, it's too early. <laughs> it's too early. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah, because we don't know when it's starting, what team, yeah. where. We don't know what's the format, where it'll happen. Yeah. We don't know anything. Anything. All it's... we know is those guys are like, oh, our foreigners, <coughs> we can't have foreigners. So we focused a lot more on Indians. I said, okay, fair enough. That was anyway the case. You could only one foreigner, only you could field on the pitch anyway, second two, two. division. Two. One one on the pitch or two on the pitch? Two on the pitch and one extra. Uh, three overall, I think. Oh, three overall. Okay, good. Okay. But that was, I talked about the I, I thought I think about the IWL rules where it is one foreigner on the pitch, one one on the bench. It's two and one. This, year. Is, a, this is a question, a tough question to answer. No, I not funding. He's funding. He's not, not funding. funding. I think Karanjit was just sort of a mentor to the. You can go and check in multi, all these B second division team. You will find Ranjit Bajaj as an honorary VP or honorary president or uh-huh. some honorary post they've given him. So, uh, he is associated with a lot of... I think uh, Travancore uh, FC... Royals, I think Travancore he has got... Uh, but they are not playing second division, I think. No, I mean, I am saying all these uh, local teams, a lot of them have <laughs> honorary one thing or the other. So I think good relationship and I also agree with this. He loans out people where he can get it to get more game time. That 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 is something I, I, I agree with. That is that is one way for these players to develop faster. So, yes, sir. So, uh, we've just crossed the one-hour mark. Uh, thanks for uh, everybody who has listened. And I hope you like this. Uh, let us know in feedbacks on our Twitter feed or whatever, if uh, or in comments in YouTube, if this format is something that you prefer where we do deep dives into two, three topics rather than talk about all the games. And if you do have some things that we want to discuss as well, you can please put it out on social media platforms for us. And other than Instagram, I don't check Instagram. Until Naveen comes back, uh, Instagram will not be working. <laughs> so, in Twitter or YouTube would be great. So, uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, uh, Orko. Thanks a lot, Vishnu, for uh, pushing through uh, what you had, you know, you're not feeling all that great. So, thanks for pushing through. And we made you talk a lot as well. Yeah. He's so, always there uh, for uh, Indian. Discussion starts, it's hard not to talk. So. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, thank you so much, guys. Uh, hit the likes, the likes, subscribe, whatever else yeah. that you do these days. No, what is it? Share, yes, share also. Help us reach uh, 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. We are close to that. We are close, yeah. I think we crossed 1,000 on Twitter. 
but uh, we would like to cross thousand and ten thousand and millions of uh, yes, people guys. on YouTube. Yes, 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 yes. Thanks a lot for your help. Uh, thanks, Arko. Thanks, Vishnu. Uh, good night to you guys and uh, have a good week. Thank <laughs> you.